Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's Friday, then. It's Saturday, Sunday. What? I know we're coming in hot, but we're going to have a good Friday show here on My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bonantoni with you for the next hour, live from Las Vegas at our VSIN studio at Circus Sportsbook. And if you fell asleep or turned the TV off last night at halftime, you missed a show in Thursday Night Football. We told you it would be a close game, and you really ought to listen to us because we had a lot of winners on our Thursday show here for My Guys. Said Fade the Lakers, said Go Ahead and Bet the Wild, all worked out, plus... I'm so excited because we finally bounced back from what was a a brutal beat in college basketball, a big win. Iowa State as five-and-a-half-point dogs last night. Not only covered one against their in-state rival, Iowa, by 20 points and the underhit as well. So let's make you some more money today. And with some help from my friends is how we will accomplish this. Brad Evans going to give us some great props around the NFL coming up for Week 14 this Sunday. Tom Wormy, play-by-play man for Bally Sports out there in the Southeast, going to talk some college hoops, as well as a little bit of bowl season preview, which we will also follow up with my guy Kenny White, who's going to join us in just a few minutes and uh, help us recap the Thursday night football matchup as well, which is where actually we will start our top five stories. The uh, notable bets that cashed in Thursday night football Vikings cover the three, despite the Steelers finding enough life to come back from a 29 point deficit, uh, make this one interesting, come down to the final play. Total did go over the number. And how about Dalvin Cook, 11 days removed from a dislocated shoulder? 205 yards, two touchdowns. His prop was set at most books for around 64 yards. Justin Jefferson went under his receiving prop, not for lack of trying, though. 15 targets without Adam Thielen, but just seven catches. Did hit 
six to one on first touchdown score and plus 105 anytime TD. Kirk Cousins, 216 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. So over on everything except for the one I bet, which was his passing yards. As for the Steelers, Big Ben's 308 yards passing and three touchdowns hit the over, did throw a pick as well and sacked five times, by the way. Najee Harris went over on his rush prop and one yard shy from that DraftKings rush and receiving yards total. Two touchdowns on the day. Keep it rolling here. Some big news in the Texans quarterback room. Head coach David Cooley said Davis Mills will be the starter for Houston moving forward uh, because he gives the team the best chance to win. So finally getting a little bit honest here with Tyrod Taylor. Wrist injury or not. Said, quote, you've seen the last three games we've played. It hasn't been good enough. Texans, of course, coming off the 31 to nothing shut out to the Colts at home. They'll now host the Seahawks as eight and a half point dogs on Sunday. This little pinky went to the market. This little pinky stayed home. And this little Joe Burrow pinky is throwing normally again. So good news for anybody who likes Cincinnati this week against the 49ers. Their head coach said that he should have zero limitation in what is a critical game. So good news there coming from the Zach Taylor press conference. Running back Joe Mixon, who missed some time. Um, with an illness this week at practice, is expected to play, as is T. Higgins. Bengals getting two now against San Francisco. Big line move there. Giants head coach Joe Judge said yesterday he was optimistic about quarterback Mike Glennon getting the start, and he has upgraded him to today. Expected and on track to start. So everybody in Giants country can breathe a little Jake Fromm sigh of relief. It looks like Glennon will get his second start as Daniel Jones is still working his way back from that next strain. They're getting nine and a half in L.A. Other injuries of note for week 14. We already mentioned what's going on in Cincinnati. But in Detroit, running back DeAndre Swift unlikely to play this week against the Broncos, as is his friend in the running back room, Jamal Williams, who's out with COVID-19. Tight end TJ Hawkinson also doubtful. For the New York Jets, running back Tevin Coleman is out with a concussion, while wide receiver Elijah Moore also questionable. Cleveland tight ends Harrison Brandt and David Njoku out against the Ravens leaves Austin Cooper as the only pass-catching tight end available. Baltimore, meanwhile, on the other end, no Marlon Humphrey done for the year. Big loss. Washington football team wide receiver Curtis Samuel and running back DJ McKissick both questionable against the Cowboys while Dallas back by the way Tony Pollard been missing some time at practice with a torn plantar fascia in his foot he wants to go but will be a game time decision Vegas tight end Darren Waller no go against the Chiefs but Chicago with some good health news against the Packers running backs David Montgomery and Allen Robinson both will play well Keep the NFL train rolling as we welcome in our guy, Kenny White, to the program. KennyWhiteSports.com. You can also catch him on CBS Sports HQ. Uh, happy Friday, Kenny, but maybe it's more of a sigh of relief Friday because I know you were back in the Vikings yesterday, and they can never make it easy for any of us. That's for sure. I didn't watch the, the end of it, though. I, I know that the first half was my best play, laying two and a half, uh, minus 20 on the Vikings, and I could not believe when I got the final score. I was amazed. that, And then to read about the Pittsburgh Steelers throwing into the end zone, uh, trying to get a chance at a two-point conversion to tie that, I was just amazed that uh, they could make that type of comeback. It's crazy. They, were, I mean, the Vikings were just so Jekyll and Hyde from the first half to the second half, so good on the first half play. I, I feel like for me, and correct me if I'm wrong from what you've seen from these teams, but the Vikings are one of those groups that, for whatever reason, their identity has become that if they're down heavily, they're going to claw their way back into it. And if they've got a big lead, they're going to lose it. Yeah, they really have all year. I, I think, I believe they're the only team in the NFL that has had the lead in every single game they played this year. Uh, so they get out early 
Um, but they've not been able to help hold some of those leads, and uh, they've really fallen apart late in games. I was really a little worried about them this week because of the injuries that they've uh, accumulated now on the defensive side of the football. I was glad to have Cook back because I knew the Pittsburgh Steelers have a tough time stopping the run, and I knew Cook would have a good game. Didn't think he'd have that type of game, but I thought the combination of Cook and Madison could have that type of game. Uh, but Pittsburgh uh, coming off a short week, playing their biggest rival and playing Baltimore, you're going to get beat up, and I read about Big Ben being beat up, not 100%. On a short week traveling on a Thursday to a desperate team like Minnesota, I just thought it was a bad spot for the Steelers. Yeah, and then you you mentioned the defensive line leaving all those holes for Dalvin Cook. On the offensive line, they could not help that guy. He got sacked five times, and as you said, he was already injured. Not a good look. I, I know you didn't watch the second half closely, but I did want to ask you if you've heard about this whole Chase Claypool situation and him celebrating the first down like what does that do to a team in general when you have a guy that just continues to be selfish in certain instances like it's becoming problematic I feel like that you know two minute you're trying to win the game here trying to do what you can to tie this thing up and save your year in a lot of ways is the kind of the feeling of things and he's busy celebrating a first down yeah it's you know I you're it's going to be up to coaching and I'm sure Mike Tomlin uh uh, is going to have to make have a long talk uh, with the organization about moving forward. I mean, when you look at great organizations, you just don't see that type of behavior. And you can't win with guys trying to be individuals on the field. You can't do it. And that's why Bill Belichick has been so successful, because he doesn't allow it. If you're going to be uh, an individual player, you're not going to be on his team and on his roster. So uh, I always say hats off to him, because you're fired. If you're not going to play the game the right way, uh, you're out of here. Yeah, no question. My last thing here before we get off of Thursday Night Football, just with regards to the Vikings in the playoff picture, as of today, one game back from the Washington football team and the 49ers in the NFC, their remaining schedule is a bit of a toss-up. Do you see them as a playoff team realistically? Uh, right now, they're a favorite to not make the playoffs. Uh, I've got them about a dollar forty favorite not to make the playoffs. Uh, they uh, The schedule is... You're, you're right. A uh, couple of easy games, a couple of tough games. I don't trust the defense right now because the injuries. Losing to Danielle Hunter a couple of weeks ago is a big blow to this defense. Uh, they're just not going to be the same without him on that line. He's one of those guys that's just that type of difference maker. Well, we'll talk plenty more NFL because you're going to be with us here for a little while on the back end of our next segment as well. But I want to get some college football in here real quickly because coming up tomorrow, we've got the Army-Navy game. What are your numbers telling us about this one? Because I know all of us betters just want to, you know, get a little bit patriotic, place a wager, and then watch these teams run the ball for 75 plays. Yeah, this is uh, going to be another uh, low-scoring battle, obviously. 15 straight unders. Uh, but the total, if you just go back to 2014, was 56. Amazing. It's down 21 points from uh, 2014. It's steadily gone down throughout the years. Uh, it was 42, though, just two years ago in 2019 when Navy was ranked, and that game came 31-7, still fell under the number. But it did go over this number. So it kind of made me curious how many games in the last 15 years went over 35 only seven of the 15, but at least it's now in that 50-50 margin where bookmakers like to have it. So I think they found the right number. The median score over the last seven years when you had Jeff Munkin and Kenny Montalolo going head-to-head against each other is just 27 points. The median total was 45, though, in those games. So uh, there's been a drastic move. We've saw the total drop to as low as I saw 33 and a half. 
but I'm seeing it back up to 35. Now, my play in the game, it's not the total, because I think the number is just about right, but it's on the side. I'm going to take Navy plus the points. Mm. We're looking at a very low-scoring football game. Points are at a premium. Navy has revenge. After winning 14 straight years from 2002 to 2015, Jeff Munkin finally turned the corner, and Army's won four of the last five years. But that still gives revenge to Navy. They were embarrassed last year being shut out 15-0. That was on the road at West Point. This one back on a neutral field at MedLife Stadium. And Navy has played the 10th most difficult schedule in the country. They went 7-4 and four ATS against that schedule. Army 116th strength of schedule. They went 5-6 and six ATS against that schedule. So I'm taking Navy. I took 7.5 with that revenge, with the embarrassment, and playing a stronger schedule this year. And two of those points that really, really stood out to me was particularly last year, like you said, that 15 to nothing shutout. They did not like that. And then Navy, with their schedule this year, I was on the field when they played Cincinnati, and they gave the Bearcats, who are now top four in the country, a big run for their money. Could have spoiled their season had it, their last play of that game gone a different way. Yeah, they lost by seven points to a team who's in the college football playoff. And now they're playing their biggest rival, and they're they're getting seven and a half on a neutral field. So, yeah, it shows strength of schedule is everything. I think if Navy played Army schedule, maybe they'd be eight and three. And if Army played Navy schedule, yeah, so that that'd be a big difference in records. It's crazy how these things happen, and we'll talk plenty more about these bowls, guys. Remember, the Veasan Bowl Betting Guide is almost here with everything you need to bet smarter on these games. This year's guide has matchup analysis on every game, insights, trends, data, predictions. Everything to help you make your best bets. $19.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. That thing drops December 13th. More with Kenny White on the other side. Stay with us on My Guys. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. 
someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to Las Vegas and My Guys in the Desert. This segment brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no spit cups, no more batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with because Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in different varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, many more. Plus, for your convenience, each variety comes into strength, so you can also find the satisfaction level that works for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, so it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to Zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com slash F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Rolling along here on a Friday, Stormy Bon and Tony with you alongside Kenny White, who joins us, KennyWhiteSports.com, also of CBS Sports HQ, dropping knowledge with some of the best college football power ratings out there. So, Kenny, I wanted to get your opinion on some of these bowl games because bowl season is very interesting to bet because you have to take into some external factors like motivation, coaching changes, opt-outs. So a lot of times you want to wait to bet certain games, but there are also some where you want to get on in on the number early, right? So are there any bowls that come to mind right now for you in your numbers that people should get in before they miss the boat? Yeah, one, I, I like a total with uh, LSU's playing Kansas State in, in the bowl game. And LSU may be down to a wide receiver playing quarterback uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have no quarterbacks. Uh, they have a freshman quarterback, uh, um, Neusmeyer is the, a freshman, Garrett Neusmeyer, and he's played four games already this year. If he plays in this game, he burns a redshirt year. I just don't see that happening. I think they want to, want to save that year for him. Max Johnson, the starter, as you mentioned, in this day and age with the transfer portal now, uh, guys can leave at any time. Before you really wouldn't. You'd play the bowl game, and then after the year was over, uh, in the in the starting in the spring, you'd figure out where you're going to go. Now people are jumping in that transfer portal right away, and that's what Max Johnson did. He's the son of ex-NFL quarterback Brad Johnson. Uh, he's had a lot of good experience there at LSU, but decided he's he's ready to leave. And again, that leaves LSU in a bad situation, either starting a freshman quarterback in Newsmeyer or starting 
a non-scholarship quarterback in the game, or it could be a wide receiver. They do have a wide receiver that played quarterback in high school and was out at their their uh, camp last year, and he was the only guy there that could throw a football, and he did throw 400 passes at one of their camps when they were scouting wide receivers. So uh, they're going to go deep in their, their, their depth chart for a quarterback. And then Kansas State, Keegan Thompson, their number one guy is questionable. He missed the last game versus Texas. And it also is a Kansas State team that is very well coached, run the football, block and tackle, and they do play low-scoring games. So I think that total, you're going to see that total come down drastically, uh, Stormy, before they kick off in that game. Really interesting. Good stuff to know. It is crazy that, you know, Brian Kelly comes in, Max Johnson goes out, and that line, by the way, LSU opened two-and-a-half-point favorites, flipped now Kansas State by one point. Uh, wanted to ask you about the Rose Bowl. As you know, I, I cover a lot of Pac-12, so I've been very invested in the Utah Utes this season. They're getting six-and-a-half taking on Ohio State. These talk about well-coached teams, both of them very well-coached, and we shouldn't really have opt-outs like we've seen in some other games in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, and, and motivation's a lot to do with uh, bowl games as well. Who's motivated? Uh, who's on a business trip? Who's on a party? Um, I, I'm My guess here is Ohio State could not be satisfied with the Rose Bowl. They wanted a college football playoff game. Uh, they didn't even get into the... the uh, Big Ten championship game. I think they think this is a disappointing season. And playing Utah for them, again, for them, I, I think it's just absolute, they feel like it's an insult. And I just don't think they take this game seriously where Utah is absolutely thrilled to be in this situation. And they're playing some of their best football right now. And if you start to break down what these teams did against good football teams, because I made the case for Michigan against Ohio State that Ohio State had not played anybody all year other than Oregon. Uh, was the really most difficult game they had. Their other two tough games on the road were against Nebraska, where they won by seven, and against Minnesota in week one. Uh, this year against teams that have a uh, winning record, Ohio State is 60, for, taking all teams into consideration against teams playing winning records. Ohio State ranks 61st in yards per play allowed and 35th in points per play allowed, which tells me I was right that uh, the team is not as good as they thought they were. Uh, they are, um, I think, in a tough spot here. I think Utah is just as good as Ohio State. I think they win this game straight up. Wow, I love that. I love that. See what the value is on a on a Utah money line play. Um, I love the Utes in this spot, too, because like you said, I mean, they're a group that right now feels the confidence that they can play with and beat anybody, especially after dominating the Oregon Ducks two out of their last three weeks of the season. First time in a Rose Bowl. Would love to get that Rose Bowl win. Um, one of these games that I think is a little bit under the radar in bowl season is the New Orleans Bowl. We've got Marshall taking on number 16, Louisiana Lafayette. Louisiana brings a 12-game win streak into this game, but also a new head coach with Billy Napier moving on to Florida. What's your numbers and analysis tell you about this one? Yeah, I'm, again, I'm trying to read between the lines here. With uh, Billy Napier leaving and going to Florida, he did coach the championship game. Uh, the conference championship, and that was a big win for the university. I think it was a big win for the players. Uh, all these kids from Lafayette are probably Louisiana kids. They've been to New Orleans uh, so many times in their life. You know what type of party city it is. That's why they've been there to party, and they know where to party. They know where to go. I think the, their coach left. They won. They celebrated. This is just you know icing on top of the cake for them. Marshall, I think, is on a business trip. And also looking at what uh, ULL did away from home, they were two and four ATS in their road games. Uh, Marshall, when they were away from home, seventh best team in the country in yards per play. 
fifth best in points per game, and number five in yards per play allowed. So Marshall gets it done on the road. I I, I like what you're saying about Louisiana. Uh, They're called the Raging Cajuns for a reason, right? They'll be raging at the New Orleans Bowl. Let's get to a little bit of NFL with you, though, before we we let you go here. Uh, Raiders at Chiefs is an interesting one. Obviously, we saw what the Chiefs did to Vegas here in Vegas. Patrick Mahomes' best day of the year by far. Um, They're favored by nine and a half right now. We've seen this bounce around between nine and ten. What are are your thoughts on this one? The Chiefs get it done again, or the Raiders pull off what they did in Kansas City last year? Well, we all know um, how much the Raiders have gone through. This organization has gone through so much in the past six weeks. And, you know, they uh, were divided locker room for a little bit. Then they they came together. And then the Henry Ruggs uh, fatal crash happened, uh, tragedy. I think it kind of tore them apart again a little bit. they got out away. They got away from the desert, and they went to Dallas for Thanksgiving, and they were able to concentrate on football and not think about anything else. And we saw what we got them. They played a great game. They came back home here, uh, thinking about you know difficult situations, and they they outstatted uh, the Washington football team, but they lost the game. Now they go back out on the road again, playing a team who they were embarrassed by uh, a little over a month ago. And a team who has not played well in offense. The Kansas City Chiefs have scored 97 points their last five home games. Uh, 22 is the most points they've scored in a home game over their last five. I, I think the the Raiders will feel more comfortable right now away as, again, I think they're just going to get to focus on football this week. And I think they play a great game. And they, they have their backs to the wall. Five games to, to end the season, all five are playoff-type teams. I think they're in this game, and I think they have a chance to win the game. I really do. Kansas City's offense is just not the same. Everyone has figured them out. Throw out two safeties instead of one, and you're going to slow this offense down. They can't, they can't get those big chunk plays. A desperate team is a dangerous team, as they say, right? And I, I'm sure they were embarrassed with that 41-14 to 14 loss at home. We'll see what they can do going to Arrowhead. What's another one of your maybe favorite NA, NFL plays that you're looking at this weekend? Yeah, the one, uh, you know, we lost with them last week, San Francisco against Seattle, and I still love the way San Francisco's playing, and I know that's your team, mm-hmm. and they they are, right now, I've got them ranked number 10 in the NFL. DVOA ratings have them ranked number 17, so we're pretty close on, on the strength of this team, but they're top 10 both offensively and defensively. They're playing Cincinnati. Uh, the Bengals, I think, have been overrated a little bit this year. A lot of talk about, you know, the quarterback-wide receiver combination, Burrow and Chase, and how good this team started, but this is still an average football team, and the DVOA ratings kind of point that out. 19th rated DVOA team, so I think the 49ers are a far better football team, and now coming off that loss, 6-6 six and six record again, they're kind of a desperate team themselves right now, and I think the 49ers uh, get the win here, and I get the, I think they get the win fairly easily. Well, that's an interesting point, uh, especially after we saw the Bengals have that dominating win two weeks ago. Last week kind of reverted, took a step back. But the, with the 49ers and Bengals, they're both kind of holding on to their playoff hopes a little bit. But you think maybe the 49ers have a little bit more to fight for and will be a little bit more desperate? I just think they're the better team I, yeah. I, um, on both sides of the football. So that I, hope I, you're right. I love situations like that. Yeah, and they, they have to win the game. They really do. It's 6-6 six and six right now. They, this is a must win for them. Yeah, and we'll see what the update is with either Elijah Mitchell or Debo Samuel. Fingers crossed that they can get back sooner rather than later. Thank you so much, Kenny. Appreciate the time.
Thank you, sir. And thanks for having me. Have a great week. Yeah, you too. Kenny White, uh, KennyWhiteSports.com. Also catch him on CBS Sports HQ. Great college football power ratings and NFL numbers week in and week out. When we come back on My Guys in the Desert, my cringeworthy pick of the weekend, and Brad Evans talks some NFL Week 14 props. Don't go anywhere. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now LA and New York. You can subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Stormy Bond and Tony with you here on My Guys in the Desert live from Las Vegas. And time for one of those segments that you get really excited about, but it also makes you feel sick to your stomach called cringeworthy. So this is a play I made that I hated myself immediately after I pressed the button, but we're rolling with it. I'm going with under 35 points in the Army-Navy game coming up on Saturday. We know Kenny White already gave his play of Navy plus seven. He said, you know, the the points are a little low, but we're going to hit you with some of those facts that the last 15 games between these two points has gone under the total. Last year was a 15 to nothing game since 2012. The total's only gone over 35 four times in nine of those games. We're expecting rain. We're expecting cold. I'm going to be cold. From my couch in Las Vegas, just watching this bad boy. And we know it's all about the ground game. These two teams, 129th, 130th in pass attempts. So it's going to be all running. And I'm for it. I'm for it. You know, Navy's really struggled in this series over the past few years. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting, low-scoring game. Under 35 for your girl. Hit me with the sound again. Ooh. Well, we're going to... We're going to do some plays that are going to make us feel good about ourselves now as we welcome in Brad Evans, EP of Gaming Content at Valley Sports, host of the Fade the Noise podcast. Um, am I, first of all, though, am I taking crazy pills with that college football play? Like, should, there's no, like, I feel physically ill that I bet that. No, no. I mean, look, the trend is uh, certainly pointing in that direction. Uh, both these teams, uh, it's all about time of possession because it's military academies. All they do is run and bludgeon each other in the trenches. So that's a good call, Stormy. Thank I you. Like I said, sit back, relax, watch these teams run the ball 75 times a piece. It'll be fine. Um, but hey, <laughs> uh, another thing that, by the way, made me cringe a little bit was Thursday night football last night, that first half. And I was dying yeah. at your Twitter. You said, cancel primetime football. Most of these games have royally sucked <laughs> quickly quote tweeted yourself after the second half okay don't cancel primetime football i was thoroughly entertained you're back on board uh, 100% back on board because a lot of my profits hit, thankfully, uh, thanks to that rambunctious fourth quarter, which I desperately needed. Uh, <laughs> thank you, KJ Osborne, for the long bomb reception. Uh, thank you, Chase Claypool, for piling up a ton of acrobatic catches. Uh, thank you across the board, Pittsburgh Steelers, for, yes, thoroughly entertaining me. Are you not entertained? <laughs> uh, yes, Russell Crowe, I am indeed entertained. So, I'm back at the saddle. Uh, but the game of the night last night story was the half-court winner by Rutgers. Oh and I leapt out of my seat when I saw that watching it live. It was glorious. Number one, Purdue goes down. Who would have thought? Yeah, crazy, crazy. When we were yeah. talking in the break, um, you said, I have way too many prop bets coming up this week. So let's dive into <laughs> yes. some of them for week 14. First and foremost, what was the number one prop that just jumped off the page to you and said, I have to get in on that? 
Uh, it's Antonio Gibson, uh, and I got it at 66 and a half rush yards. Uh, inexplicable, uh, quite honestly. Pull this one from DraftKings Sportsbook when it opened. It's already starting to climb up. It's getting closer to 70, uh, where it rightfully belongs. I mean, Antonio Gibson has had at least 19 rush attempts in four consecutive games. He is the centerpiece of this conservative approach by Riverboat Ron Rivera. Uh, he's getting it done in terms of yards of the contact per attempt. He's getting it done in terms of missed tackle rate. I don't care if J.D. McKissick is back. Uh, he is going to be a high-volume ball carrier against a Dallas defense. It's been Bendo break, giving a 4.33 yards per carry, over 82 rush yards per game. I think he finishes right around 75 to 80 rush yards. So I would play this number up into the low 70s, but I love it even more where I got it at at 66 and a half. I like where your head's at, too, because he is on my fantasy team, and I do need the points. Um, yeah. <laughs> another running back prop that – Stood out to me, I wanted to ask you about uh, Alvin Kamara. I see his prop around 107 yeah. yards for rushing and receiving. Their running back room obviously has some COVID issues, so he'll get the bulk of those. But coming off of the injury, did that number seem a little bit high to you for those for his total yards prop? It's just a wee bit aggressive. Uh, yeah, <laughs> his first game back after missing four outings uh, due to that uh, burdensome ankle injury. He's got, look, this is the mother of all matchups. Uh, it's the Jets, right? They're giving up 170 total yards per game uh, to the running back position. And, and Kamara lives in the matrix. His bends, his contortions. is perfect for his Cirque du Soleil show out there in <laughs> Vegas. Uh, and he's a jack of all trades. And this is an offense devoid of weapons. But... Taysom Hill is the ultimate dual threat, and he is going to siphon off some of those opportunities on the ground. I think the Jets are going to be able to contain him just enough here to limit him right around the century mark in total yards. So at 107.5 for that number opened at, and it's already started to crawl back uh, to around 105.5 total yards. Knowing it's his first game back, knowing his pocket not going to get 20 to 25 touches in this game, probably more around 17 or 18. I think the under should cash a ticket. And that is a good point about Taysom Hill. Obviously, 101 yards on the ground last week. Plantar fashion, not bugging that guy's foot whatsoever, it seems. So if he sees the opportunity, he's going to be mobile himself, taking away some of those opportunities. Let's stick in the running back room, though. What are some other running back props that grabbed your attention? Yeah, look, there are a number of them out there. It's insane out there, the uh, soft lines that exist. Give me an under on Deonta Foreman. Uh, I got it at 63.5 for the Tennessee Titans. That number has slid into the high 50s. I would still be under that. I talked to a Tennessee Titans insider about a week ago. Teron Davenport does a tremendous job for ESPN.com. And I, I asked him point blank. I said, look, who is going to be the meal ticket winner here in this backfield rest of the season with Derrick Henry on IR? And he goes to Dontrell Hilliard. Uh, he's got more explosivity in his legs. He's got a more a versatile skill set. Uh, you know, and I think it's going to be a full-blown committee. So, you know, the workload's not necessarily going to be there for Deonta Foreman. And we got to get credit where credit is due. Look, the Jaguars aren't clawless, all right, defensively, especially defending the run. They're giving up just 3.75 yards per carry to the running back position. Tennessee is just lousy right now in every facet offensively. Uh, getting Julio Jones back, hopefully for them, will be, you know, two shots and a booster in the arm. Uh, so we'll see if, uh, you know, he can actually bolster this offense as a whole. But I thought that number was too high. Uh, and then elsewhere, one that just surfaced that I found fascinating and one that probably a lot of people are looking at. Give me the over on David Johnson. Two and a half catches at plus 110 at DraftKings on the receptions prop against the Seattle Seahawks. No defense in the NFL has given up more catches 
to the running back position, then Seattle. Davis Mills is going to be under center uh, for this Houston franchise. He's going to be a check down, Charlie. Uh, Rex Burkhead was rancid last week, to say the least. So David Johnson back off of an illness, going to be reinserted there, and probably going to catch four or five balls in the process. As Houston, as always, will likely be scoreboard chasing. Oh, Houston's been struggling in a couple of shutouts this year. It's been bad. Um, a reminder to everybody, you can follow all of Bread's prop all of Brad's prop picks that he has at Noisy Huevos on Twitter. He's got his awesome spreadsheet, all of them for free. So make sure you check him out. Quarterbacks are, of course, king in the NFL. And I yeah. feel like Patrick Mahomes, somebody who did his best work of the entire year against Las Vegas Raiders, facing them again at home this year. I feel like you probably couldn't make that number high enough. What do you make of what Patrick Mahomes has out there for the prop market? I fade Mahomes, will he Fade Mahomes. I adhere to... Yeah, no two games are ever the same, Stormy. And I don't think that's going to be the case the second time around for Las Vegas. Look, outside of that 400-yard, five-touchdown performance, which was scintillating for Mahomes earlier this season against the Silver and Black, Vegas has been outstanding. It's the pass. You know, they give it up right around 6.6 .6 pass yards per attempt this season, well south of 250 yards per game through the air. I think they're going to make some adjustments here. So I actually have uh, the under on combined pass and rush yards for Mahomes. I got that at 308.5, and I'm sticking to it. I think it's right around 260 through the air, uh, probably 15 to 20 on the ground. And that's it for Money Mahomes, who I think will have a very different story the second time around here against Vegas. And the Raiders did get that upset at Arrowhead a year ago, and it sounds like you're kind of on par with what our guy Kenny White told us earlier, that the Raiders might be a little bit of a yeah. different team, more focused on the road. Um Justin Fields back in the fold this week for the Bears. I see you have him over his pass yards prop of 184 and a half. That's just too light. Way too light at 184 and a half. The Bears are already down 30 to nothing, Stormy. I know this because I'm a Bears fan. And oh, Aaron Rodgers says he owns Chicago. Right, look, I have to wager on something to entertain me <laughs> for three hours of suffering and wallowing in misery as I'm watching Aaron Rodgers dissect my defense for the umpteenth time. It's inevitable. Uh, so, look, uh, I think uh, as a result, Justin Fields is going to be thrust into a high-volume situation, scoreboard chasing in this game. Uh, Dave Montgomery is good to go, and it was refreshing to see his eight receptions last week. I also like the over his receiving yards prop at 18 and a half. Uh, but yeah, Justin Fields, I think he's going to be north of 200 here in the end because he's probably have to chuck it anywhere between 37 to 42 times uh, to resemble any kind of pulse for this Bears offense and to put any kind of points on the board against this Packers defense. Getting back, Jair Alexander. Thanks for giving us all the winners, Brad. Appreciate you. Muchas gracias, Mastaquila. Enjoy the weekend. Get wild on a Friday. Love it. That's Brad Evans, EP of Gaming Content at Valley Sports, at Noisy Huevos on Twitter. Remember, again, he has all of those picks for free on a spreadsheet on his Twitter. Check it out. More of my guys on the other side. Tom Wormy joins us talking some college hoops and more bowls. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! 
private. Put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian, someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet and also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously, it's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too, because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource, and paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wrapping things up here on a Friday, my guys in the desert. Remember, everybody, when you sign up for a play card, debit, MasterCard, you get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by MetaBank NA member FDIC. Live from Las Vegas at our VEASAN studio at Circus Sportsbook. It's time for my weekly Friday power ranking. This time we're talking college football bowl games that I am excited to bet or actually already have, if we're being honest. Starting with 
Number five on my list, Iowa State Clemson. I like the under 45 and a, 44 and a half here. I don't trust the Tigers offensively, but the defense is one of the best in the country, allowing just 15 points per game, even without Brent Venables at D.C. They know the assignment. They're not going to let Brett Purdy and Brees Hall have their way offensively like some other opponents, and Iowa State's D ain't no slouches either. Plus, this is a bowl historically I just like under. Remember TCU Cal a few years ago? 9-6 in the Cheez-It Bowl. Number four on the list, I like Michigan Moneyline plus 260 against Georgia in the Orange Bowl. Wolverines playing as well as anybody out there peaking at the right time. And Lord, do I wish this game was being played this weekend. Keep the momentum going. But to add to my thought process, Georgia just kind of lulled to sleep by their schedule. They thought it would be tougher. Weren't tested really the way they needed to be until Alabama. So that game brought them down to earth a little bit. I think with Michigan-Georgia, in terms of skill set, motivation, my gut tells me they're very close. And Michigan defensively can get to Stetson Bennett. If it comes down to the final play, why not take the value on Michigan? Utah plus six and a half against Ohio State. And I kind of also vibe the under 67 and a half in the Rose Bowl. Utah playing some of the best football in the country right now. They are nine and one since Cam Rising took over at quarterback with their lowest team rushing output of the year. 174 yards since he took over. Shout out Tavian Thomas, who was literally living in his car a year ago at this point in the season. The last five games, he's averaged 128 yards and 2.8 touchdowns per game on the ground. Going up against an Ohio State uh, defense that just got gashed in the run game, mind you. I also like them to be disruptive against C.J. Stroud. Number two on my list, Oregon-Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl. If there's one program trying to move away from losing a coach, start this next chapter. It's Oklahoma. Meanwhile, the Ducks. Not only got ghosted by Mario Cristobal, but their OC Joe Moorhead's going to coach this game, and he's headed to Akron as soon as it's over. Kayvon Thibodeau's not playing. I could see more opt-outs, a lack of motivation the way they ended their season. This one opened three, already up to four and a half, so get it low while you can. And my favorite bet, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, minus two against Oklahoma State in the Fiesta Bowl. You are not going to find a guy that's more passionate and a team that's more passionate about their coach than Marcus Freeman right now at Notre Dame. Defense got better and better as the year went on. As good as Oklahoma State's defense has been, one of the best on third down in the country, you can't have success in the 3-3-5 if you can't stop the run. And I think the Irish can create some offensive personnel issues for the Cowboys. D plus Notre Dame as a program, they're sick of losing New Year's six games. Sick of it. Absolutely sick of it. You know what I'm not sick of? I'm actually thrilled to join our next guest, Tom Wormy, play-by-play and host at Bally Sports, one of my favorite people, talking all things ACC, everything. Tom, how are you, my friend? It's been too long. Uh, I'm great. I'm great, Stormy. I don't know if I can live up to that introduction, but thank you for having me on. Oh, you're the guy, the best of all time. Yeah. While we're on college football, though, I needed to get your opinion on the the new Kenny Pickett rule, the NCAA coming out saying they're going to ban the fake slide. What were your thoughts on that after the game with Wake? Honestly, the very first time I saw that, which was live, I was at the game in Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium and sitting with some um, some of my colleagues in the business, let's put it that way. I turned to all of them and said, that's not right. That shouldn't count. Mm-hmm. And most of them said, no, that was a great play. It was a cool play. I said, no, you can't fake a slide and then keep running, uh, regardless of how much he sold it. And regardless of how much I like him and I like the Pitt program, and I love what they did this year, uh, that cannot happen. And that, that needed to be addressed immediately. And Dave Clawson, I'm sure, wasn't ultra thrilled about it either mm-hmm. on the Wake Forest sideline at Bank of America Stadium also. And by the way, I did the Western Michigan game that Pitt lost 
in a shootout. And Kenny Pickett still had great numbers during that game, and that's all part of the reason he's in New York City for the Heisman Trophy presentation, outside shot perhaps. But but I saw that game against Western Michigan, and I thought, boy, they're going to look back at that game and be like, I can't believe we lost that game. And then they got nipped by Miami later in the season. But that, if they had not lost that game, the trajectory, which was already sky high for the season, might have just been through the roof, and who knows where Pitt might be playing uh, come the bowl season. Now, they, they, they're they still, you know, in great shape, and they won the they won the ACC championship, which is wonderful, second trip to the game, and they, they won it this time. And uh, we didn't have Clemson there, which was the craziest thing. They'd won it six years in a row. But it was, it was all in all, it was a great weekend. But I did say they got to do something about that. And, boy, did they move quickly on that one. Yeah, and it'll be an interesting situation with what happens with him, whether he decides to opt out or not of the Orange Bowl against Michigan State. And that's kind of a, a twofold thing, right, like the impact that it has directly on the game. And then this is something we've always feared, is that with these opt-outs, would it get to the New Year's Six? Would it get to a, a semifinal type of a situation? So keep an eye on whether or not Kenny Pickett does play. I wanted to talk some college hoops with you, though, because yeah. – Obviously, number one Purdue gets upset last night, and the team you covered last night and NC State is going to be yeah. playing them on Sunday. So can you give me a little preview of Sunday's Purdue-NC State game? My gosh, we were just talking about this. At this time yesterday, Mike Jaminski and I were talking about the fact that, in fact, we were talking to Kevin Keats about this, the head coach at NC State, and we wanted to get his impressions on Purdue, even though they had a game against Bethune-Cookman. Obviously, they were favored in that game against that opponent, but Keats refused, refused to say anything about Purdue other than that's our next game after tonight. <laughs> and so Mike and I were talking about having to go play number one. Uh, NC State has had some crazy games this season. They won a quadruple overtime game against Nebraska in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Uh, so we were talking about being number one and the incredible sports information staff at NC state uh, was able to give us a few nuggets about NC state playing number one. They've beaten number one six times, but most notably the 83 national championship game with Jim Valvano as head coach against Houston on the last, last second alley-oop. We'll call it an alley-oop, not a missed shot by Wittenberg, but uh, and Lorenzo Charles finishing off the play, but that's the last time, that's one of the times they beat number one was the 83 national title game against Houston. And so this NC State team, which got off to a, a quick start yesterday against Bethune-Cookman and then slowed down a little bit and then pulled away, they've got a player named Darion Sebron. And that's a name I want you to remember. And especially when they take on Purdue uh, coming up this weekend, and that's in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center, which is also the site of this year's ACC tournament. So, and we were there a few years ago, back-to-back years uh, at Barclays Center for uh, for the ACC tournament. So there's a lot of symmetry going on. And sure enough, as we were doing the game last night, we're being told by our incredible uh, support and production staff, hey, Purdue's losing to Rutgers. And sure enough, they lose on a half-court half shot. Oh. So I think NC State has as good a chance as anybody. Incredible. And they've got some talented players. They they don't have their main shot blocker in the, and they the shot blocking leader from a season ago in Manny Bates, but he's been out the whole season and other guys have stepped up. Ebenezer Dewana is another name. He's a defensive uh, player and a, a shot blocker. And plus his name is Ebenezer. I mean, that is <laughs> around Christmas time. Perfect. You don't run into a lot of Ebenezers now, do you? That's you don't. So, I am thrilled by yeah. that information. That is. Yeah. So tremendous. he was Scrooge yesterday to Bethune Cookman 
he scrooged him a few times with a few block shots. So good, good watch stuff. for that. I love it. Well, just because yeah. you did mention the, the ACC tournament where it'll be held, who do you like to win yeah. the ACC this year? Duke, the, oh, the favorite at gosh. plus 120, Coach K's last year, but a lot of parity in the league. Where, where are you going with this one? I mean, it's like you, you could throw out almost uh, – Pitt is struggling, although they did win last night, and they lost on a last-second shot to Virginia, which is also kind of struggling, too. Syracuse is a bit of a question mark. But look at the top of the standings now, and, you know, most teams have only played one conference game. And you see a team like Wake Forest, and I'm doing Wake Forest game tomorrow night for Valley Sports with Mike Jaminski, and they're taking on USC Upstate. But they've only lost one game this season. They had an overtime victory at home against Northwestern in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. So, I mean, to, to try to guess, I, you know, I saw North Carolina earlier this season, and I like them. I like Caleb Love in the backcourt. I like Armando Baycott, especially up front. And they've got some other players, some transfers, as everybody does. But Baycott is uh, a real consistent performer, and I think he feels a, a responsibility to be uh, a source for offense and defense and a leader on that team. And he's done it so far. And I, I've always been impressed with him, but I think this year he's escalated his game even more. So maybe I'm going to go with North Carolina. I personally hope Syracuse comes around. Of course you they do. Have a great, they did have a great double overtime win against Indiana at the Dome. And I was having flashbacks with Keith Smart. Uh, at the 87 National Championship game against Syracuse. Tom, so, I hate to cut you off. hit the shot. I hate to cut <laughs> you off, but we're up against it. We can talk it. forever. I know. You're the best. Thank you so much for doing this. I'll text you as soon as we're you're done welcome. here. That's going to do it for my guys in the desert, but keep it locked on VSIN. Danny Burke and Rush Hour are next. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.